0: Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Hey, we're glad to have uh, Steve Beck on the line. Uh, he's called our show a number of times to help us out in certain situations, but I want to give him a little more time today because uh, could be uh, very interesting for a lot of folks who are having some problems. He's an exterminator, and if you have a question for him, you can call 889-5252. Hi, Steve. Hi, how you doing, Stoke? We are doing fine. It's good to talk Can you to you get today. Me clear? Yeah, no, you're coming in fine. Uh, good. mosquito, you know, the news was talking about mosquitoes and malaria. Yeah. Who knows, it might be the beginning. And I see a lot of people advertise, you know, spray this, spray that on your lawn and stuff like that. Um what do you recommend when people are
1: inundated now, with mosquitoes? Have, if you have a swimming pool or a bird bath or something like that. Mhm. The best idea is to clean it out every day. In other words, empty all the water out, okay? Get rid of that, and hit it with some bleach, all right? Then you want to rinse the whole thing out, because you don't want to make the birds sick.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and then fill it up with fresh water. They'll be happy. You'll be happy.
0: Because they they just like uh water that's laying dormant, and that's that's where they uh so
1: hang mosquitoes out. oh they love dormant water, and especially as swampy as they can get it mm. and as warm as they can get it. the thing with with insects is they need the same things that we do: they want heat, they want water, and they want a food source, and they also want somewhere to shelter. And underneath that water is where that larvae is going to be. Larvae meaning baby mosquitoes swimming around. They look like tiny little
0: shrimp. Mm -hmm. Families start there. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, big, big families.
0: (laughs) Steve, I remember, uh, you know, even when I was a kid, when we had screen doors, that it seemed like a lot of uh, insects are drawn to the light. Is that enough? Yes,
1: they are. Which will also help you out in, uh, if you have a bee's nest, Mm -hmm. nighttime is the right time. If you want to get rid of that bee's nest, don't go after honeybees. Those can be taken care of by a beekeeper. All right? Um, The whole idea is that, yeah, they're after light.
0: So if you really want to get rid of bees, uh, you get them when they're sleeping? Is that the deal?
1: Yeah, 3 o'clock in the morning is usually the best time because that's, that's the coolest time for, you know, our area. And what you want to do is take a flashlight, you, you stick it down on the ground, so the sentries that are on the outside of the bees' nest, because they're always watching, they have something to look at. So you attack it from the other side.
0: That's amazing! They have guards watching out.
1: Do they have sentries? Yes, they do. Huh. Especially white-faced hornets.
0: You know, Steve, uh, we had uh, bees in our in our attic. Yes, probably for a couple of years. And I used to hear something rustling there, and I, uh, and I put it off. Finally, uh, what happened is it broke. They broke through the ceiling. I don't know if it was the honey or whatever. And uh, we had a beekeeper come to the house, and he said it was the biggest nest he had ever seen. In oh, yes, career. I've seen some real big ones. I mean, this this was... Um, so the best people to call would be beekeepers or when you have that Well,
1: if, if they're honeybees,
0: yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if they're regular, like, yellow jackets, because yeah. they can build big nests. Uh, the the biggest nest builders that I've seen is white-faced hornets.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that's what we had They
1: are had. meticulous, and they are very, very not a happy they're mean Mm -hmm. they'll empty out a whole nest on you if you make the mat
0: so Steve obviously when they get in there must be a little tiny it could be a little tiny hole in the roof somewhere
1: it could be so that's that's what you really want to concentrate on is that um, even those tiny little holes they might not mean too much to you but you want to get that sealed up before anything gets in
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it, it's good to have It's good to do this at night uh, You have one person on the inside And one person on the outside You take a flashlight And you go up through your attic And The person on the outside Can see where the light is shining through Walkie-talkies really help Because screaming and yelling At night And most people don't like that so it's good to communicate
0: through that. You're right. It turned out to be this tiny little hole uh, in the roof. Mm-hmm. They got in, and they uh, they started a whole family, and they lived there for a couple of years until finally something broke through the ceiling. I remember when I walked into my room, I, you had to see it to believe it. There were thousands thousands of bees. Yeah, the honey dripping, and the thousands of bees were flying in the room. Yeah, And I thought I was so, having a nightmare.
1: Yeah, so so if you keep up on that kind of thing, like, like you know, maybe once a month or once a week, just, you know, creep around and, and see what you got going on there. You know, because most of these things happen because people get a little bit kind of lazy, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, hardly anybody goes into their attic unless they're getting Christmas water. Oh, hardly yeah. anybody goes into their basement You know, unless there's a leak or they need something down there. You know, your regular domicile where you live, you're going to notice things like spider webs, things like that. But it's about human behavior.
0: Stay on top of it, sure. Steve, through the years you've you've been doing this, uh, what has been the most prevalent thing that people call you about?
1: Uh, usually carpenter ants and
0: mm-hmm. termites. Carpenter ants. They're pretty big?
1: Uh they can be big. Uh the drones tend to be bigger than the workers. You know, the drones will have wings and within twenty four hours the, the wings will drop off. And termites are kind of the same way, but see termites crawl around in the soil and they're blind. They're they're like a shark though. They're always tasting, you know, they're always chewing on something to see if the protozoa in their gut will respond to it and make them feel better. You know, uh, with carpenter ants, they're they're wanderers. They're they're like tiny little six-legged dogs. Hmm. They're always sniffing around for a meal.
0: Now, termites, uh, what are some of the symptoms, if you may have termites in your... I think it's everybody who has a house fears it, termites, and some people haven't haven't even known it for years. But what are some of the things to look for?
1: Well, what you want to do is, first of all, termites are mostly subterranean, in other words, under the soil, okay? And there's termites all around, all around, just like ants. I mean, you're, you're never 10 feet from an ant or a termite. What you want to do is you want to go down into your basement. You want to look at those those boards, those baseboards that connect from the cement or rubble foundation, okay? And what you're looking for is a little sandy kind of tube, about maybe a little bit smaller than a pencil. And they're always going to be wiggly. They're always going to look, you know, like... uh like dust or something like that Mm -hmm. but not really dusty you're going to see them they'll be either light brown or dark brown if they're dark brown that means active if they're light brown it means maybe they were there but you still want to break that tube to see if there's any activity you want to see that little white guy because usually it's a soldier if it's breaking the tube and that soldier will come down, check things out, make sure it's okay for the workers, and then they'll start to reconstruct that tube. And it's, it's not very big, and with a rubble foundation, it can be very difficult to spot.
0: So, Steve, if, uh, if somebody is selling their house, and of course a lot of them you now are checked for termites, and they, and yes, indeed, they spot them or they call you. What do you? How do you get rid of that?
1: Well, what we usually do is we do an outside soil treatment because we got a wonderful chemical nowadays. It's, it's a bait, but also it's a killer. Yeah. So if we treat around the outside of the house, first of all, it's, it's mixed with water. So they're going to go towards moisture. All right. Cause that's subterranean. That's. They have to go into the soil every 24 to 48 hours to get a drink. All right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is when they go to drink that water, <clears throat> we've got it already there. <clears throat> so what happens is they'll get that, and they will, because they're communicable, Creatures, they, they, they always, you know, are rubbing up against each other and they're always, you know, touching each other and all that other stuff. It, it's kind of like AIDS for bugs. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is it'll cause a colony collapse. And that's what you want. Now, after that, you should definitely talk to someone who's good in construction, get that wood taken out, put new wood in, and it could be anything you want. It could be, you know, a compressed board. It could be uh, some of this treated board that they have, and, and that works out very well. What about As you? far as carpenter ants go, mm-hmm. carpenter ants are an outside treatment usually, unless they're inside... Usually, you can get some off-the-counter stuff to work with that, but I say this with much fervor, okay? Use it to what the container is prescribing. Read the fine print. Because using it in any other way is illegal. And besides that, you uh, won't get good results.
0: Yeah, because it can hurt other animals or...
1: Well, no, because you can hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, you can always use rubber gloves.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Always use a dust mask, you know, or or even a a ventilator mask. You know, uh, wear goggles, you know, not really goggles, but glasses. Something to protect your eyes, because overspray happens when people panic. Gotcha. My bottom line is always, don't panic. Mm -hmm. Do it at the right time of day. As far as ants... And termites go, you can do that any time of day. When it comes to bees, do it at night.
0: It's a lot safer. Should people, uh, put anything, uh, around their foundation when you don't have termites as a preventative measure or?
1: Yes, yes, it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's an over the counter, uh, product that I'm probably not allowed to say. Um, that you can spray on the foundation of your house all around. Mm-hmm. And it give you about maybe three to four months protection. But use it liberally. But You don't want to pile up these kinds of things. It's a residual. So it'll stick around. Unless there's a hard-driving rain, you know, with wind blowing, that could wash some of it off. If that happens, reapply it the next day.
0: This is good stuff. Steve Beck is with us for a little bit this half hour. Exterminator, uh, if you have any questions for him, you're welcome to uh, call in. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, inquiring. Do you want a spray, a tick spray for your uh, your lawn to keep the ticks away? And how effective is that?
1: Uh, that's that's kind of tricky. That's not something that I'm terribly familiar with. But mm-hmm. what I do know is that. Uh, DEET works very good on human beings. Uh, the best thing to do is spray it on a cloth wearing rubber gloves. You know, because you don't want to rub your eye after that. Sure. And, and what you do is you put it on your skin, very, be light, be light with it. You don't want to pile these things up on yourself. You know, rub yourself down a little bit with it. And they'll pretty much stay away. But ticks are always on alert. They're, they're always at the end of that blade of grass with their two little forward arms outstretched, ready to jump. And they can jump.
0: Jump mm-hmm. pretty high some, sometimes, don't they?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, a rat can jump to eight feet.
0: <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. Uh, I they're know.
1: Looking mice.
0: Yeah, mice can. Yeah, do little card tricks. All you got to do
1: is look at the back end of the animal. You can see the power back
0: there. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know what really amazes me, and you mentioned you. Know, I think, particularly with ants, sometimes. Well, there's no ants. There's no ants, and I don't see any ants in the garage. And you can drop uh, a couple of little crumbs. And and is, they'll show up Is there somebody on guard that says, "Come on, guys, where do they come from?" when they just, just otherwise you don 't well, see them
1: really it's, it's like I said earlier uh, like like dogs mm-hmm. they they have a heightened sense of smell guess so you know, and ants have an even more heightened sense of smell because they don't live long, their lives are short compared to us and and our animals and stuff like that. So what happens is, is anything like that, they're going to smell it. And no matter where they are, they're all going to gang up, and they're all going to come.
0: It's
2: remarkable. So,
1: the whole idea is cleanliness. Ants,
0: ants are remarkable anyway. When you see them carry things that are you know three times their size and oh, they are so strong. Yeah. Well,
1: because they have an exoskeleton, all their muscles are on the inside our muscles are on the outside. That's why we can't carry what they can. Hmm. You know, they have a contained place to keep that muscle tight, really tight. And it's always going to be a healthy muscle.
0: I think we got a question for you. Hi, WICH, you have a question for Steve. Yes, I do. What is your um, question? Is
2: everything that
1: you do chemically based? And um, no. are there certain federal approvals uh, that you abide by? Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, indeed. Everything that we do has to be federally approved. We don't just go spraying poison everywhere just because, you know, oh, this scares this one or this scares the other person. No, it's all done in a... A lot of our chemicals are naturally based. It's it's not like DDT back in the old
0: days. Oh, that's good. You know, because some people, you know, they they have a problem, but they're reluctant to spray this or that. Uh, As you mentioned, you've got to be careful with your own health, of course.
1: Well, there's a lot of easy ways to take care of it. Mostly it has to do with human cleanliness.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I mean, if you sweep out your garage, you know, a couple times a week, you won't really have to worry about that. If you don't drop food on the floor... You won't have to worry about that, especially, oh, geez, I I always get this complaint. Oh, my bedroom is full of whatever kind of bug. Yep. Right? And then you walk into the bedroom, and what do you see? A dirty plate sitting there.
0: Bingo. Yeah.
1: Eat in the kitchen, clean up as soon as you're done. You know, it's all about clean up.
0: That's great advice, Steve. Steve, uh, hold on. I want to get into the, the mice deal in just a bit, and we'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Terminator, Steve Beck. These are good things to know if things are bugging you. Let's take a short break. Eighty-nine five two five two is our number. All right. Uh, Steve Beck, who's helped us up numerous times on our program with, uh, you know, giving some answers, he's an Uh Steve, uh, mice, mice, and more mice. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference uh, when, you know, you hear rats in New York, rats here? Are rats more prone to come to a place where there's garbage around or are oh, there some areas? definitely. Definitely.
1: definitely. The, the whole idea is, you know what, you, you put your garbage in the bag, put it in the can make sure it's secure because yep. what happens a lot of people tend to get lazy or they're tired they've worked all day you know and they're just not as vigilant as they could be it's all about vigilance to you know prevent yourself from mice and rats here's the thing about mice though alright the a lot of people get them in their attic or they get them in the basement
2: mm-hmm.
1: alright and that's because those are the two places that people don't go a lot they're not going to notice it until it's underneath the cupboard, underneath the sink uh, in, in the bathroom the wet spots yeah. the wet spots are the places where they're going for, for water you know, mm-hmm. so that's really what it's about. You got to be vigilant about these things. Um, it, it's it, it's way too easy to to drop the ball on that. You know, it, it's just
0: way are, too easy. There are so many even ideas you have, a, yeah. have a tendency to be these. There are so many ideas that I've heard from folks about. You know, in other words, leave uh, in the garage. Leave. Uh, a dish of water, and they'll go in, and they they'll drown, or or uh, you you
1: sp- Yeah, there's sp- never been a perfect mouse trap. About okay, the only thing that I've ever found that works really good is mouse bait. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is choose very carefully wh- when you buy mouse bait, and put it where you see. Okay, mice leave a rubbing. Okay, we call it sebum. S-E-B-U-M, all right? And what it is, it's a dark spot that you'll see in the basement, and and it just goes up like a trail where they've been running back and forth. That comes from their oils in their fur. That's what makes it easy for them to give them small places. All right. See what you want to look for is that sebum trail and that's where you should put your bait. A, a mouse trap yeah it can work, but they know how to jump. You know, they also not know how to leave their tail in a certain place so they can get that peanut butter off that mouse trap and still walk away.
0: So how does it work with the bait? I mean, you leave it, and then they have the bait, and then they, it's poisoned. Well, and they go somewhere. Well, what
1: happens is, is they'll eat the bait, mm-hmm. and then they'll go for a water source. Yeah. They'll drink that water, and it'll activate the bait. It'll usually kill the mouse or rat within 24 hours. If they die in the wall, you're only going to smell it for maybe a day and a half because it desiccates the body very, very quickly.
0: I think that's what people are concerned most about. Yeah, okay, they're going to die somewhere, but where are they going to be in the house? They're going to be...
1: Yeah, usually it's outside. I mean, I'd say 80 to 90% they die outside. Hmm. But every once in a while, they'll die in the wall. And you might smell it for a day and a half. But you know what? If it died of natural causes in your wall, it's going to stink for a longer time. Sometimes a month. So it's better to use bait. If okay, a a mousetrap, you have to check on it every day.
0: Let me uh, take another call for you. Hi, WICH. I have a question for Steve.
1: Yes, hi, Stu. Uh, I was wondering if uh, he could explain, why, wow, son, and there seems to be a big insurgence of like uh, bed bugs. Like we used to hear about them and... Uh, I've been hoping to hear that. Oh,
0: yeah, that was on my list to ask him. I'm glad you called on it. We'll find okay, out. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Bed bugs, bed bugs, bed bugs. You can't see them usually, but what's the deal with them?
1: Bed bugs can be easy, but they're very tough to get rid of. You have to be super vigilant on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yep. Now, your vacuum cleaner, especially a shop vac, is your best friend. All right? Mm-hmm. So, if you have bed bugs what you want to do is you want to vacuum behind if you have electric heaters or any other kind of heaters like that, you want to get a good snorkel on the end of that hose and you want to vacuum all of that out. All right? You if you have active bed bugs, also you want to vacuum your bed. Your couches, any place that people sit for any length of time. Alright, you want to do that in the morning and you especially want to do that at night. Okay, and what you do is you take this bed bug over the counter poison, right? Take that vacuum cleaner, you turn it on and you just, just listen. You, you just hit that little spray button. <laughs> Just that much. Okay? Yep. You spray that into the vacuum cleaner. Just a little bit. And then you vacuum all that up. Anywhere you suspect them, if you see clumps of little white tiny things, all their shells and carapaces, you want to make sure that you get all that up. Bleach doesn't kill a couch, bed bugs will.
0: So I assume that you would just, uh, you know, thoroughly wash your sheets?
1: Oh, yes, very much. In super hot water, super and hot you water. also want to dry them on high heat. Oh, wow. Because the heat is what will kill the bed bug. I mean, I'm not talking about 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about somewhere around... 120 to 130
0: degrees. Well, they're tough little cusses, huh?
1: (laughs) Oh, they are nasty, nasty, nasty. And they don't eat like a mosquito does. A mosquito has a long proboscis, which means, you know, the needle nose. And a mosquito is a perfect feeder. A bed bug is not. It drips out the end of their proboscis. And that's what can cause really nasty disease.
0: So some of the symptoms uh, that you know people may not know they have a bed bugs, but uh, would you get little sores or things? Or
1: oh, you'll definitely get sores. Yeah, you'll definitely get sores, and it'll it'll feel it's not like a mosquito bite where you feel itchy on top of your skin. Mm-hmm. You'll feel itchy under your skin. Wow, it's, not, it's kind of painful,
0: actually. And I assume they multiply pretty quickly,
1: uh, naturally. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You do not want to get bedbugs and cockroaches in the same domicile. Oh, God. Uh, Well, because they eat each other, and then they start propagating more. Mm Mm-hmm. And you you can end up with thousands. The walls will be covered with them. I've walked into places like that
0: my goodness let me uh, take a, see if I can get a quick question I'm not question. trying to scare anyone no no just, it's it's preventative know. stuff I get it and it's very important that's why I got you on hi WICH uh, you have a guest on yes I'm sorry okay hi. no these are this is important stuff you know people could say oh well, I'm getting a condition or something and a, it could be yes, bed bugs
1: and they might not know mm-hmm. but what I always say to people who may have or may not have bed bugs is take your couch apart. I don't mean you know a wrench and screws. Mm-hmm. I mean take the cushions off. Take a real good look. You, first of all, you're going to find potato chips and all kinds of other stuff.
0: Oh yeah, that's now, gross. If you know. if you've
1: got that kind of thing, then you're not cleaning your couch enough. If you got that kind of thing in between your uh, your mattress and, and your uh, footboard there, you're not cleaning enough. The whole idea, really... I mean, people get these problems because they don't clean enough.
0: Well, you've seen it. I'm sure you, you know for sure. That, I want to... I uh, only got a few more minutes. This is going by too quick. Let me take another question for you. Hi, WICH. What's your question? Hi, what's your question? Okay, there was no question there. Um, once upon a time, we lived yeah. next to a... Uh, an apartment, and we lived next to somebody who had a lot of cats the cats oh. had the cats had fleas, and God knows we didn't have any pets, but somehow it got into our apartment and yeah.
1: uh, they crawled through the walls and through the electrical outlets.
0: yeah I mean, my, my life was allergic to them i didn't even know it but uh people say well you've got to have you go in and have somebody bomb your place. Is that how it works
1: uh yes. Yes, and the the thing to remember about these is is a 21-day gestation period, Mm -hmm. okay? I can come in and bomb your apartment, and you'll still have fleas jumping around a little bit, but they'll start to get lazy and die. But they're laying eggs at the same time. So there's another 21 days that you should have it done again, and that will kill all the eggs that have hatched. Here's a way to keep it so you don't get them. If you have pets, if you actually care about them, what you want to do is, okay, there's a couple of uh, different things on, you know, online or in the store. Advantix is a good one. You put it right between their shoulder blades. All right? Yep. And that'll work for a month. The next month that you do it, change from advantage to something else that works the same way because the active chemical from, you know, flea treatment to flea treatment is different depending on the company. So what you want to do is offset it. So they can't get resistant to that one flea treatment.
0: It's amazing uh, the things that we... Uh, but, you know, everything you said... And the same uh, thing with bed bugs, too. Yeah, it all boils down to, many times, just a lot of cleanliness.
1: Yeah, and, uh, really. A little bit of bleach yeah. and some water, and don't mix ammonia with bleach, please. Because you'll just kill yourself.
0: Oh, God. Now when
1: That's you, like inhaling that refrigerant mm-hmm. that they put in cars.
0: Yeah, well, we, we should be used to masks by now. There's no reason not to have them on.
1: Exactly. Always wear rubber gloves, always wear a mask, and eye protection. Yeah. If you're going to do it yourself. If you're having this uh, a big, big problem, please call a professional.
0: So what would you recommend, you know, say if somebody's inundated with fleas... Uh, And they say, well, when we say bomb, you're going to spray it with something, obviously. Does does the uh, homeowner, uh, the person that lives there, have to get out of the house for a long time?
1: It's usually a good idea for them to be at least out of the house for four hours. Four hours. And when, when they come back, they should open up the windows, stay outside, open up all the windows, wear a mask, you know, stay outside for about a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. And then they can come in and start vacuuming. But they're still going to have to treat again after 21 days.
0: Mm, didn't know that. And
1: That's do the ability. same thing.
0: All right, my friend. We've got a couple of final thoughts. I'm going to take a little break. I'll be right back. I appreciate this. Stay with us.
1: You're welcome. Thank
0: you. Steve Beck, uh, if you have a last-minute question here, we can uh, get that for you. But uh, I've got to take a break. Steve Beck, an exterminist, and uh, helping us out with some good tips. You know, sometimes, Steve, I... I, And this is an illness, I know. I I watch these hoarder shows, and I can imagine (laughs) what some of the things going on in there are, and it's scary stuff.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what I say about hoarders? Okay, first of all, don't leave dishes in the sink overnight. Mm -hmm. Make sure you clean that up. If you haven't used these items in the last year
0: get rid of them because things can be All living right. in them yep mm-hmm.
1: well it's harborage for mice for rats yeah you know clean out your basement at least two times a year and, and 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 i'm undercutting that honestly i would say do it seasonally uh do the same thing you know what When you get done doing all your Christmas celebrating, you put all your decorations back up into your attic, Mm -hmm. vacuum them, clean them, because you've had visitors. You don't know what they have on their bodies. You don't know if they carried in fleas. You don't know if they carried in bed bugs. You don't know if they have cockroach uh, eggs on their feet. You know, I mean for God's sakes, please don't ask people to remove their shoes when they come in because that's just rude <laughs> you know uh, but well, what I'm saying helpful, is, yeah. is, is, if you're vigilant you won't have to deal with these things, I'm not saying be paranoid but maybe a little bit of paranoia might help out some people because I've walked in, into some real gems
0: I can imagine you know? Yeah. I could ask you what's the worst thing you ever saw, but... Um, I'm sure uh, Well,
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you. A place, that I, an apartment that I walked into, I opened up a closet door, and there was cockroaches falling from the ceiling. Oh, my God. And then I opened up a bedroom door and saw them crawling all over the bed and leaving their egg pods. Each egg pod from a cockroach holds 40 eggs. No matter what you spray it with, they're all going to
0: hatch. So that must have been quite a job for you, huh? Oh!
1: Well, it was certainly an adventure.
0: (laughs) Hey, listen, it's a pleasure to uh, chat with you, so you want to leave a number, or...
1: Well, uh, people who need advice can call me at 860-705-0256.
0: 702562.
1: Okay, so.
0: Zero, zero 0256. 0256. Yep. Gotcha. Steve, thanks. It's a pleasure. Uh, you know, if we ever get into these topics and you happen to be listening, give us a call and help us out.
1: <laughs> well, I certainly will.
0: Thanks, Steve. Have a good All day. All right. Appreciate it.
1: Great to talk to you, Stu.
0: Same here.